Welcome to Faz Radio. And you, you got the timing great on that. It actually Good. stopped when you stopped when it stopped. Hello, I'm trying to get girl. better at that. We are here again and again in this very slow, very bare market. Bare. Yeah. And nothing's on the shelves. You know what else isn't on the shelf? Your dick? <laughs> what? <laughs> Your desktop computer. That's so right. that you don't you don't jiggle through the whole through the whole cast. Wait, wait, wait. I have a stand for my iPhone now. Right there. See? Yes. Yes. That's a hundred times better already. Actually, this really neat like wallet thing you can stick to the back of it. That's kinda of cool. Yep. It is. And we have the CryptoFaz logo right there. My dog broke mine, so there's letters missing on the bottom of mine. I gotta paint it or something. Hmm. Can I zoom in on it? No. Okay. Oh, so that's great news. I found there was an, an Apple update yesterday and or Wednesday, and I updated and now I can take my iPhone and use it as a webcam anywhere. It doesn't have to be tethered to the oh. uh, the Mac. So I'm pretty excited about that. It was much easier doing the wife's podcast when I didn't have wires going everywhere. Hmm. So that works out well. So we, we should start out by talking about your losing coin picks over, over the last bull market. Holy shit. I had one. One rug. Oh. Everybody everybody gets a rug. That's Black Eye Galaxy, boys and girls. BYG. Mr. Titan researched all these things. He said this is one of his favorites. This is what he used the Titan method to, to research. And I said, okay, I'll put my money where your mouth is. And I learned what happened. <laughs> I think I, I, lost, I lost big pretty good too. So we were talking about that a little bit ago. And I, I don't know if they rugged per se. They started a new project with their same names. Um, I'm wondering if they just didn't walk away from it. I don't know. I have no idea. But needless to say, it all went to shit. Yeah, uh, there's not even. They basically put something on their site saying, "Hey, thanks for all the fun. Uh, we're, we're shutting down. Boy, it was nice hanging out with you guys. Yeah, dumbass, stupid shit of a game that was supposed to get really big but didn't. So they they were all doxed. They all had histories. They um. They had a couple of cool videos. They had a staking platform that worked. They had assets for sale. They were on their way to glory, and they had been around at that point for almost a year. So, yeah, I mean, I felt I felt really good about that, and the videos that they created um, looked really good and like it was going to be a high-quality game. So uh, I got schnookered on that one, and we were talking hey. about not you. Yeah, we. Well, yeah, maybe some others. <laughs> That's why I try not to recommend too much anymore because um, I haven't had a big winner pop yet. Well, um, I recommended Stronghold back in the bull market, and while that's oh, my phone while, is up there. While it's gone down, all the other coins have too. They've actually wound up hanging on and doing a lot of work behind the scenes. They, Stronghold is kind of like I would call Ripple's baby brother or baby sister or whatever, baby sibling. Uh, they seem to be doing a similar thing as Ripple, but with commodities, and they've been using this bear market to hire. They've been hiring people all throughout it and kind of having a low profile. I think they're preparing for the next bull market. I thought, and I hope I'm not wrong, I thought Stronghold was going to be the uh, token that, that carried the liquidity for the bridges, no? Or is that a different one? Oh, beats me. Um no, it, all I knew is it, it was it's basically another version of XRP, but for different things. It's not payments, but for commodities. I uh, called you out on your bullshit on your tweet, too. My tweet? Yeah, did you see that? Just now? No, I've been on the show with you. No, no, earlier this week, because uh, XRP is not meant for use in banking. And it was was uh, Joe Cat, Joel Katz who said that, who's one of the founders of Ripple. Um. XRP has always been well. All, XRP has been used by Ripple to be a uh, a remittance token. It wasn't designed for anything other than just to be a successor to Bitcoin. 
And the banks were never intended to use it, though, is what he was saying. He says it's not a I, – I copied the tweet to you. He said it's not a banking token. It, it's I, not even designed to be used by banks. Did I say, did I say that it would be a banking token? Yes. I think I, I might we, have said that it was there to replace banks to do what banks we, would do. You were saying you knew that the banks would use it. That's why you liked it so much. Um, so, yes, uh, that's not the same thing as a banking token. Uh, banks using XRP, they would need it for remittances as well. Uh, banks banks do services. They, they create loans and they lend to people and they help people through, you know, get money and stuff like that. Those services are still going to be needed regardless of whether you have an all crypto economy or USD or whatever. So, no, it's I, I if I said banking, I probably meant that the banks were using it for remittances instead of Nostro and Bostro accounts. So Japan apparently wants to use it for in their not, not so much the banking system, but um, in the on the rails that interbank transfers use yeah. is the latest that I saw. Okay, there you go, because well, Swift is supposed to do that kind of stuff, but if you really get under the hood with Swift, you start finding out that um, really it's just a bunch of people agreeing that their ledgers line up. Um, it's it's not like what's nice about XRP is you have this like atomic units that can be passed and transferred over and verified and stuff like that. And when you do Swift, you're just working with just some arbitrary ledger and you're you're checking to see if you if these two banks agree and. Basically, it's just a process. Well, and there's long right. settlement, and businesses use that for B2B transfers and settling accounts and that's stuff like that. Is, yeah. So, and, and that's supposed to be getting an upgrade. It still hasn't, but FedNow is supposed to be going live, which is the solution to try and replace that. It, I think they said July they want to have that out. And basically, it's the SWIFT network. Except they're just going to say everything is settled faster. They're going to promise it's settled faster. I, I don't think, based on the very scant details they've released on it, that it will be any different. I think sounds they're like, just sounds like the all US talk. Sounds like the U.S. government wants to be uh, the, the credit card company in the middle to extend credit to all these remittance things. They, they want to they want to get in the game without going into crypto is what they want to do. Yeah, and see, this is uh, again. I, I'm I, I get it. A lot of these companies have been used to used to doing things the old way. And crypto takes takes away the middleman. There's there's nobody to record anything in the ledger anymore. It's just all done automatically. And once things get cooking with that. Nobody's going to care anymore. But the, what they don't realize is with everything operating more smoothly, you're never going to lose a payment. In Swift, they lose payments all the time, and it takes days and days and days to figure them out and get it solved, and people are really inconvenienced. Not not with not with the blockchain. That's one of the huge, huge parts of it. And I think, you know, everybody's – it's kind of turned into a circus, right? Because it's all about the making money and it's comparing to the stock market and the dollar signs and the gains and and it's all about that the blockchain itself has use and and a lot of people they they don't they don't realize that well see what's what's going to happen if crypto ever really catches on the the values will go up and down in my opinion a lot like currencies will they'll go up and down very very small amounts it's just that right now, since we're early, the values are pretty low, but they'd be high. That's when the values will, will, will just be jumping around very small numbers all the time. Uh, everybody's, everybody right now is treating it very speculatively and like stocks. But I don't know. I think people are starting to maybe figure it out that, that crypto isn't an investment in and of itself. But then again, as we learned on the, the Gala Discord, people use the word investment for anything. Well, it is an investment. It depends on how you define investment. Well, you could say my my investment in apple pies, or you could right. say my investment in in you know apple companies. Uh, apple, you say my investment in apple pies is not really an investment. Well, same with a car, right? You're investing in a depreciating asset. <clears throat> is that really investing? You're not well, expecting you're, a return out of it. You're 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 investing in the ease of use and the, the opportunity to make money and stuff like that. So in one sense, it's an investment. But unfortunately, when you call coins an investment, that's not even an investment like a car. It's even no. less. 
So I'm I'm having like a, a side conversation over in the comments here with with Zorro, asking him if he's been broadcasting. And um, I was telling Faz a little bit earlier that um, I don't normally like shout out other content creators because I um, okay. I don't have I don't have a ton of time, right? And I I watch people for a bit, and if I don't like it, I just kind of blow it off. And some shows that I used to watch or listen to, I don't listen to anymore. And there's one now that I tried to listen to and didn't like it so much. And I watched a couple of the recent uh, episodes, and I kind of like it now. There's There's been a shift in paradigm. There's been a shift in attitude. There's been a shift in content, and I do kind of like it. Um, so for those of you who used to, like me, just not enjoy uh crypto wendy o she does she's kind of rebranded her o show and she does dailies now and she's the shows that i used to watch i didn't like she would just throw up these charts and talk about all these obscure projects and money 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 and all kinds of dgen stuff i just i didn't like it right but now She's talking about the Fed. She's talking about the economy. She's talking about the bullshit that goes on uh, with regulations. And I, I've i seen her, like in the crypto Twitter feed that I have, it's hard to go to read anybody's tweets without seeing her in there. She's like going all in on this content creation thing. And these shows are worth listening to. She's cut them to a half an hour. Um, and she's herself in them, which is even better. She's not trying to act like a, a character or somebody that she's not. Like her daughter bangs on the door and she'll go take care of her daughter. <laughs> I mean, it's fantastic. So um, give it another go if you didn't really like the uh, content before. Give it a go. See if, you, see if you like it now. Things change. People change. Paradigms, narratives, they Market. switch. The, what? Markets change. Everything changes. Everything changes constantly. You've got to evolve, revolve, and evolve. And I was just poking Zorro to get his show back and up and going. Uh, <clears throat> I loved listening to his show. He has a lot of great stuff that uh, he was talking about. We got to get glitch, getting some more shows going too. I I was thoroughly enjoying his podcast yes, as well. Uh, glitch, glitch has invited me on his show, and I had to cancel on him twice. Um, the uh, uh, second time I'd gotten in a scooter accident with the scooter that I showed you guys. Still recovering from that. Doing a lot better. We'll be starting the uh, Faz Radio Crash Helmet Fund for for Faz so that he keeps his... Well, actually, it might knock some sense into you, and you'll agree with us who know what we're talking about more. What's this here? I see new comments, but I don't see anything new. Okay, that's weird. Um, so... Uh, We've got to talk a little bit of gala, and uh, I preface this in the green room with you. It uh, it took me by surprise because it's something gala said that they weren't going to do anymore, and like, they're doing like it again. Like have a Telegram channel? Well, no, that's not it. The, Telegram's a really bad idea for them, and they they got burned once by it. A bunch of people got scammed because they had their Telegram going, and maybe they think they know better now and how to how to do it better. I don't know, but there was an announcement that I I don't know when they made it, but it was on Classies and it was on one other one. Um, apparently, they feel that Spider Tanks is a successful game. So they're going to take Grit and model Grit after Spider Tanks. Okay, you ready? Okay. And they're backing off of Galacoin will be the only token. Oh, God. Back they're, they're, they're creating a separate token for the new game, Grit. So they said up and down they weren't going to do that anymore. They realized the error in their ways, and they would be using Gala and Gala only because it's best for the ecosystem and best for the community. And here we go again. So, okay, okay. So 
I've given opinions on this both ways. Um, my first opinion is that they were scaling up too too fast. Um, and having a coin for each game is cool because you can tweak the economy for each game. But then, you know, Galadin has to manage the, 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 the economy of economies, you know, to move values between the coins. It gives them a lot of options. But as we found out with TownCoin, it turned out that Gala wasn't skilled enough to manage these economies. It's, it's a great idea when, when you know what the fuck you're doing. Um, so I get a feeling that there, there must be some strong desire to isolate Grit uh, in and of its own for either profits or to keep losses at a minimum, one of the two. So that begs the question, will they resurrect TownCoin after they had everybody get rid of it? Well, then it probably wouldn't be called TownCoin. It would be something else, but yeah. <laughs> so if, if, Town, if TownStar got really, really popular, I don't see why not. Now, funny, funny fact is I still haven't cashed in the town coin for my son's account. <laughs> so, well, I did. I got a, I got a favorable return on that when I converted mine into, into gala. And that's not the point, but it, well, it's part of the point because I'm sure some people would get wrecked if they brought back town that, coin. That interests me because I'm curious now if somebody were to do, I don't know, some sort of analysis on town coin. I wonder who holds the most town coin. Would it be Gala Games? Because if it was, well, here's here's the thing. So again. this is this is a good dovetail. So circling back, I wonder if we look back at all the addresses that we've collected over time for Gala Games, like the the ecosystem, and see if they actually traded their town coin for Gala coin. I wonder if that was ever validated. And if they didn't, that might be a clue. If they did, that could be a different clue. Because right? there's, there's, there's got to be some people that held on to town coin. And if they're going to do this again for Grit, uh, Zoro disagrees with you, apparently. I don't think Grit Developer will stay in the ecosystem for a long time. Something doesn't match there. I have not followed that enough. I just started seeing this stuff because I started following Classy. So I, I get some nuggets here and there. Um. So, I I don't know anything about grit. I know I know forged and Betty Orb like grit, but I haven't seen much coming out from them lately on that. And so the the wise behind the wise, right? This is a great dovetail. Do I, last week or the week before, I put out the uh, the discovery that Gala was paying for Twitter interaction. Okay. And it was odd. Why all of a sudden are they paying for that? Well, the answer revealed itself. It is part of a metric that Certec uses for certifying a project. And they put out the Medium article on the Gala Medium blog. And what is metric number four? Twitter engagement. And it shows this wonderful graph of how it's just been climbing like there's no tomorrow over the last little bit. So that tells me a couple of things. Number one, it tells me the why behind the why. Number two, does Certec not care where those metrics come from? That tells me they're a bullshit certifier if they're not going back and saying, look, you guys farmed this engagement and we're standing behind it certifying you as a legit project here. To me, that all of that just is lousy, no? Do you, do you think that's kind of lousy? Yeah, I guess what do they certify then if, if they're fooled by those numbers? Yeah, I mean, I, that that really bothered me. And so I'm just happy I did find out the why behind the why on that, why suddenly they were doing that. It all makes sense now. Um, the last bit of, of gala news that, uh, that I have is the something you'll like. They're kind of resurrecting from the dead the Echoes of Empire uh, game. They're posting 
when did they die? They've always been pretty pretty low key, actually. Well, yeah. Well, I wouldn't say. It. Let me rephrase that. They've been dead quiet for months and months. Um, now, uh, incorrect again. They they I've been subscribing to their Twitter feed. They put out a, a new ship design literally like twice a week. Okay, so you have. No, I don't. I don't follow that stuff. I follow. I just pop into the Gala Discord once or twice a week, see what the. Yeah, go to their Twitter and look at the dates. They they put I, uh, things out prolifically, and they do. I am not following that. Yeah, well, they do. They they have been having some pretty good quality AMAs from what uh, people have been saying. So, you might want to jump on some of those, Mister Echoes of Empire. And Star Atlas is getting a lot of traction lately too. I bought a bunch of Star Atlas because of you, so we'll see how that goes. I have a Star Atlas ship, don't I? Didn't you and you walk through one? Yep. Yeah, you you showed me that, and I bought a a whole shit ton of tokens um, to see how that'll work out. The the ships, I didn't buy anything yet because you said it was still a few years out, so I haven't bought anything on their ecosystem, but I have tokens. I have a whole bunch. So did you did you see that? Elon is is gonna fight Zuckerberg. That's that's what you got. <laughs> no, this is this is super interesting. This is no joke. That Zuckerberg, so, the same guy who who like um filmed his somebody filmed his like judo class or or, or jujitsu <laughs> jiu class like yeah. a week and a half ago, and he got pinned pretty pretty darn quickly by some low rated guy. So Elon challenged him. And Zuckerberg popped in. He's like, just name the place. And so Dana White of the UFC got involved, and they're trying to set something up in Vegas for a pay-per-view for uh, – they're going to – the initial talks, I guess, it's going to be $100 for each pay-per-view stream, and 100% of it's going to charity. And uh, personally – I, I just I want to see and I posted this on on Elon's feed. I just want to see one clip, a 10 second clip, even if he loses. I want to see a 10 second close up clip of like what you see in the Rocky movies where it's just Elon slugging Zuckerberg and the blood just just comes out because, you know, what what came out about Facebook, uh, about the censorship and everything else. I would like to see him lose just one tooth there, and I'll be a really happy guy. That'll that'll be the payback I need for him being an asshole with his platform. I don't know. Zuckerberg appears to have more time than Elon. Elon sleeps sleeps at his factories and eats hot dogs all the time. So yeah, he's not in, in good shape, but he's got some of the top people in the sport offering to train him uh, up to the fight. Uh, and Elon's famous tagline for everything. Uh, that, that he posts when people post like interesting things or conspiracies, he'll say it's always the most entertaining outcome. And so when they were talking about the fight again, he said, this will be, uh, this will end up being the most entertaining outcome. So we'll see how this works. This is going to be fun though. That, that will be interesting. I'll, I'll put money on Zuckerberg <laughs> actually, but it, I don't know. They, they, well, they have all sorts of options to just make it silly. Well, we've we've got to get a legit project going with a Zuck token and a uh, Elon token, and get a plat yeah get a platform set up, and we'll take we'll take bets on on who's who. Because I I got you know even though he's not so good I I would take Elon in that one. I think I think he's got some built up rage, and I I think I think if if he I think he can do well. So I have a let's, let's get back on topic here. So uh, I have a I, I've been that is topic topic goal. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, I've been watching. Apparently, the the SEC has just approved a leveraged Bitcoin ETF, but apparently has problems with spot ETFs. What the fuck? So BlackRock just filed, and after the BlackRock filing, about twenty other institutions filed for spot ETFs as well because they obviously think BlackRock's gonna get their way. All right. I think I, I still think it's fifty fifty because Gensler knows if he if he approves one, he has to approve all of them that come out. Unless well, he has some all, all ETFs some, are slightly different. But so you have a partial point. I think BlackRock and, and this is my prediction. 
I think BlackRock's going to win no matter what. If it gets turned down, then they can be like, see, we tried. Crypto's not ready. You know, and, and then they can they can just kind of uh, probably even crash the market with that and then start scooping stuff up and then they can wait for a round two. And then if they get approved, well, they're doing swell there. So I think BlackRock will win no matter what. Well, I, I think that's the whole reason Bitcoin's been pumping the last few days is the speculation on that. Um, people assuming it's just going to get approved. Well, that's I, they got approved. It was uh, and and we'd have to pull up Twitter because I was just scrolling earlier, and I I'm pretty sure that there's a futures uh, ETF that just got approved for Bitcoin. But what I want to talk about. What struck me immediately with BlackRock filing for a spot ETF, I think it's highly possible that that's how they will try and control Bitcoin because they'll be, I think they'll be issuing a lot of paper Bitcoin with that ETF. Well, okay. So Bitcoin is just screaming for rehypothecation. So once people are able to rehypothecate Bitcoin, it's on. Um, it's kind of funny because Bitcoin is supposed to be, you know, the the money that will the money that will actually keep the value, and it probably will. It's just gonna be very hard to get a hold of the Bitcoin. Uh, back in back in 2019, 2018, that's when I got into Bitcoin, uh, and I kind of predicted that there's only like 21 million Bitcoin out there, and once it gets popular, there's more than 21 million millionaires in the world. U.S. millionaires, U.S. type millionaires, um, they're each going to want one, and they're not going to be able to get one. And that's when Bitcoin will, you know, it'll become, you know, it's a social token. It'll be cool because you'll have one. It's like buying a bar of gold or something. And eventually, you know, a sat will become worth a lot. But they're, they're going to rehypothecate it, in my opinion. Once it gets some sort of value... They're going to say, let me buy it. Let me hold it for you. And then you can you can make money off of it because everybody's using it for money money now. And you want to be protected from the market volatility. It There's a lot of paper assets being created from crypto now. And I saw another post this week. Somebody took their FTX account debt for $31,000 created an NFT with the with the login details and all that kind of stuff for their account encrypted in there they took it to a DeFi provider and got a loan for $7500 on that NFT hmm so they just created crypto out of thin air no, they didn't in, in a crypto. different in a in a different sense. No, they didn't create crypto. They created value. Uh, the value in, in in that case is a potential value because if FTX does resolve in some way, that's probably more than seventy five hundred dollars that they that they had. In there. Well, you know that that DeFi provider is going to make that available, right? In case of they're going to use that as an asset to then create more assets for themselves they will take that hedge and say look we've got control of this this is pledged as a loan give us a loan on this as well so they're they're creating tokens out of thin air because these are actual usdc tokens that well, are being I would, traded i wouldn't i wouldn't call that little in that nft what you're calling a token i'd call it value if if it's value if if you can trade a possible value can't even read that. Um, if, if if I give you a chance at a hundred dollars, I can sell that chance to you. That's that's what that is. The NFT is just the mechanism, but the true the true meat and potatoes is that you have a hundred dollars of potential value. So you might be able to sell that hundred dollars of value for five dollars. Okay, great. So that's a speculative asset. Of course, yes. So that's the security. Probably so. Well, um, no. Okay. Speculative <laughs> assets are not securities. It's the potential, the reasonable the expectation a, of profit. Specific, I, sorry, I, I'll say this differently. Just because something is a speculative asset doesn't mean it's a security. It means it's a speculative asset. I mean, you could say the same, same thing about a dollar, a dollar bill. There's a reasonable expectation of profit. 
There's a reliance on a third party, which is the settlement in the X uh, in the FTX court case. Um, it meets all of Howie, okay. right? Well, you, you've only you've only said two parts. Okay. Two parts can equal a security. You realize that, right? Well, no, not that I'm aware of. I believe it has to, and I'm not, not a lawyer, and neither are you. I believe it has to meet all four prongs of the Howie test. That's for a guaranteed slam dunk. There have been cases where three of the four have been proven, and it's been a security. So I would think that it would be a security if um, that third party was somehow controlling it. And intending to uh, to manipulate the value, uh, I have a hard time believing that uh, waiting on a court case makes that uh, a third party that can manipulate the coin. It's a reliance on a third party. Well, I think I think we need lawyers in here to really kind of <laughs> suss that out because uh, we, we've talked before about your armchair lawyering, armchair That's right. advertising. And I'm right when I armchair lawyer. You're well, you'd not. Like to say that you're, you'd like to say that you're right. <laughs> um, I like to say things like, not necessarily, and wait a minute, let's look into that, or no, I don't think so. I don't that, tell you what facts are. I try to, I, my goal is to get people to look and read for themselves. You want to tell people what things are. That's why you, you want to, you sound like a lawyer. Everything's a disclaimer. I love this, except I might not later. Uh, weren't you just saying earlier today that uh, change is the, the one constant in this universe? You can't count on anything. So, no, you can't. You can't. Absolutes don't exist. Absolutes don't exist. Absolute, they do. Absolutes do exist. Absolutes absolutely do not. <laughs> so we can circle back to a, a topic that uh, L.A. Toolman brought up that you were talking about in the green room, as a matter of fact. We we teased him with some node talk. What what's going on with your nodes, man? My nodes? What? Yeah. What's this? What's this stream nodes? Yeah. So in in nodes. the in the topic or topic. I in said the, some of my nodes weren't hooked up because I moved and I need to hook them back up. In the uh, description, I put we would probably talk a little. Ooh, excuse me, a little about nodes because uh, we had we had had some conversations about holo and and how they're oh. progressing in our holo nodes and um you had mentioned some of your nodes you've got them over with nerd node and other ones uh are just kind of idle at the moment you got to get those spun up My whole what is node is, is idle yes what what is your take now on nodes are you still mr happy node and think that nodes are the future or do you think the node the node run is over and you just kind of grab some tokens now. Why does it, why does it always have to be such an absolute black and white there? Um, I think nodes have potential and uh, it's, it really, really got to see what everybody does with them. I mean, yeah, if the, the world gets behind nodes, the nodes are going to take off and it's great. And I have some and I'll, you know, hopefully make money from that. But if nodes don't take off due to the political wins, which I think the, the current SEC chair wants specific companies to – they want everything to be security so that they can regulate it. Um, however, the conservatives, the Republicans, are all like mm. against all that because, well, the Democrats are for it. Uh, they're against uh, poo-pooing crypto. They want crypto. And um, in, a, in, a, in a rare show of solidarity, I kind of agree with that. I think that – Tokenizing value and notify, notifying, notifying value is a good thing. Uh, nodes that create tokens based upon a sound business model is is a really good idea, in my opinion. That's but, just creating securities. It's based on what the company does. You just said it yourself. Your, that's that's your black and white assessment. Okay, we we, we, we know this. You asked me. It's me. What I what I think. <laughs> I think nodes have potential. Whether their securities are not. So Money there. printer goes burr. The node printer goes burr. Something always goes burr. See, the, the U.S. government is used to being the money printer and the source of value. They really don't like it when they are not the source of value. And what's what's confounding them about crypto and NFTs is now you have non-money, non-monetary value that is that is that is what do, what do you call that uh, encapsulated in a token or an NFT that they can't really control. 
because it's because some tokens are just so far out that they're that they're really hard to understand. So, what about what about nodes that actually do things? We're not talking about like game platforms. I know LA Toolman mentioned Steam nodes. I don't know if that meant they have Steam nodes now or there should be so, Steam nodes now. So remember, but okay, remember Gala. The whole intention behind Gala Games' nodes was to be able to run games on the nodes. And then, of course, if you ran the node, then you would be providing CPU power for people to play these games, and then you'd be rewarded for providing that CPU power. I think that's an eventual goal, and that sounds like what Steam would do as well. Because one of the biggest problems out in the gaming world is people have to keep upgrading their machines to play games. And it would be a whole lot nicer if you could get the crappiest browser or crappiest computer in the land and log on and play one of the best games out there. Well, you can do that with nodes. <laughs> Well, nodes, a lot of nodes run on Raspberry Pis, but Raspberry Pis oh. are really hold difficult to get a hold of now. Well, a, a lot of nodes because they, they, they have they might have a very simple purpose, which is to print money. But the game nodes, like the ones that Gala has envisioned, the whole purpose is to provide CPU power. And the same thing with Holochain nodes. Holochain wants to provide a platform to run all these programs. And I call them like a distributed AWS. That's what they want to be. They're like the abstract version of a Gala node. They want to run anything. Right. Which is nice. That means if, if I wanted to run something, so let, let me get in the hollow chain a little bit. So if I wanted to run something, like, I don't know, maybe I write a chess program and I want everybody to play it, I could go stick it up on the nodes and then I'd have to pay some hollow fuel, uh, which is their, 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 their token. I'd have to pay some hollow fuel to get it on a node or on my node or set it there somebody else's node my node if i had my own node i could probably do it for free but whatever the case is i pay hollow fuel to put it up there and then as people played the game um then there might be hollow fuel rewards um people that host my game would get rewards uh, as well so there the, the concept with hollow fuel and hollow chain is really cool because now you can you can put value up there and every time somebody uses it that value is encapsulated in the token Great. Mm -hmm. uh, that means if you and the, the whole idea is, I mean, you can have high scores. Well, with games, you can have high scores that actually mean something and you can trade stuff that you collected. But with Holochain, what if you did something like, I don't know, some sort of computation server? What if you figured out like all the numbers of pi to a certain digit? You could sell that, that computation alone, or you could you could sell what it does or, or whatever. There's that the sky's the limit. You could you could sell its compute power. You could sell its results. I mean, there's a lot of value there that should be traded. In my opinion, it's it's going to create a, a great little economy. Um, what's what's that? Some of these services that like make AI pictures and stuff like that. Boy, it, it'd be nice if you just paid instead of paying a company, you'd be paying the node owner, whoever's running this thing. You just pay it, and then you get your your product out. You know, you get these silly AI pictures of yourself out of it and you paid a little bit of hollow fuel for it right well there hollow is not a blockchain the way that blockchains it's, 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 look it's today yeah it's a different setup and it's not even like this these z snarks and zvm w pqrst up well, your v. iota iota doesn't have a blockchain either iota has something called the tangle which is which is you know blockchain like um, Don't get me started on IOTA. I'm still pissed at Bitru about that. Oh, get started. I, I, I lost. I lost a incredible amount of gains because lost, of Bitru. You lost not just an IOTA, but a whole bunch of. <laughs> I lost a whole bunch of IOTA. So they, uh, I was trading it and doing very well. And it was a couple hundred bucks at like five zeros and whatever. And they finally came out with their own wallet that had staking in it. At back then it was like fourteen percent. They locked Bitru locked the wallet on the platform and nothing could come out. All you could do was trade it. And they kept poo-pooing, oh, well, yeah, there's maintenance, sorry, something, yeah, the chain. They upgraded their chain, and we can't, you know, do anything. They, you saw them on the chain staking everybody's shit on 
the IOTA new staking platform. And they never opened it up. I kept it there for probably three months waiting. Finally, I just sold it. And by then, a lot of the, the market had started to move in the wrong direction. I didn't make any money on it. And that was, at the time, the only place I could get it because uh, there wasn't enough uh, liquidity. Everybody took all their IOTA and stuck it in these staking programs, and you couldn't buy through the app that they had, the wallet that they had. So I missed out big time. It went up. It lost like two zeros. I was freaking furious. They didn't want you taking your your tokens off of there. And I was staking a lot of my holo tokens on the power piggy at the time. And uh, I immediately pulled them off of there and put them in my, my hardware wallet because I'm like, you know what? If they're going to play games like that, I am not trusting them. Because uh, I was I was getting like 7% on my holo tokens there. That's the only reason I kept anything on an exchange. It was I kept like $1,000 worth in Power Piggy. And uh, it was nice. I was getting daily rewards and everything else. And then, then they went south with me real fast. I never – you go back in early Faz radios. I never trusted them to begin with. Bitru? And after they pulled – I didn't trust Bitru at all, no. And uh, – after that iota mess, that was the last last straw with them. I think I still have some some money over in BitTrue. Uh, I just haven't taken the time to get it off there yet. I do have I have tokens on uh, BitTrue. Uh, they're Limex tokens, and that was a hot a hot crypto tip from one of our friends in that private room where there were four of us. Um, and it did really well. I was making money on it. And the whole purpose behind that is I think it was, I want to say Singapore or Korea. It was, it was an Asian nation. They took an entire city and they tried to, they got volunteers to move into this city and all they were using is crypto tokens with Limex being the primary token. They wanted to do a study. This was literally like a live study of crypto in the wild and it it did well i traded it well it went up it went down it went up it went down and it kind of died out it people started using too many other tokens besides the limex and it turned into any other project that just kind of withered and it hasn't done much of anything since but i that's the only thing i have left on bitrue but i like that concept that's that those are the projects i looked for back then um, I would I would sort through. Bitru has this uh, fantastic. I don't know if they still do. I haven't been on there in a while. But they had this where you could sort the tokens into a new group, meaning new tokens that came out, and then it ranked them by how how popular they thought they would get. And you would click on it, and they would give you a synopsis of what the project was about and why they thought it was a winner. And that one, after after that person gave me that tip, I, I read about it, and I said, whoa, this is really cool. This is They're actually using crypto in a city. This could be really cool. And they had planned on using some of the funds that they collected, like – the government would collect Limex as taxes and they would build parks with it and the people would contribute to that ecosystem and then it would recycle. Wasn't yeah. Wasn't supposed to be like that too? It's probably close. Yeah, it's kind of like a, a semi-clone of like WorldCoin. But it, it's kind of cool. I You know, I haven't circled back on them in a while. I, I'm going to go take a look and see if that project is even still running, if that test is still running. So, I have no idea. So I need to get going soon, but for, but for a last thing here, for a last uh, thing here, uh, Zorro said, uh, I think he's asking you about Pepe. Put his comment up there. Oh, yeah, Pepe. Pepe. I did Pepe for a while. I didn't make any money on it. I bought I bought into the shit coinery, and I, I, I didn't, didn't make any money on it. Well, do you think it will eventually? See, I, I have a feeling it may eventually turn into something like, like Dogecoin. No, I you know, I I do not think that that Pepe has the chance to do that. I think Shib has the best option. Why I Shib? still because they've been at, they've not been very good at it, but they're at least trying. Um 
they're trying to develop things with it. They're not very successful. They try to game. They tried. I thought Dogecoin was getting some development now. I have not followed Dogecoin. I have no no information on that whatsoever. And yes, Zorro, um, the I used to be a heavy, heavy, heavy shit coiner. Yes. And I over the last three years, I got out of the shit coinery, and now whatever shit coins I have left, I trade them either directly into Bitcoin, ETH, uh, XRP, um, and I still do a tiny bit of shit coining. Like when when I bought the Pepe, I had a couple hundred dollars left of some really shitty shit coins, and I just combined those, and I said, all right, I'm gonna throw it in Pepe for a while. With the rage, it's catching on. Maybe I can make a, a couple hundred bucks on it, and then I'm going to pull it out and dump it back into Bitcoin or something. And it just didn't do anything. So I'm like, you know what? Why am I doing this? This is stupid. Um, so I just uh, pulled it out, and I think I threw that into ETH. I'm pretty sure. Oh, no, no. You know what I did? I took that out, I think, because I think I talked about this on Faz Radio. I took that out, and I put it I- into Playable. Which, is there anything you want to say? Yeah, so I, I circled back with Playable. And then this and, is, is going to be it, because i got to go after this. Yeah, so I, I circled back. I jumped into their Discord. I, I pop in every once in a while. And we're going to bring the Playable uh, folks back on in July. And uh, there's all kinds of stuff going on over there. If you haven't followed them since our, our cast with them the last time, they, uh, they've they made some progress. It's some good progress. They've cleaned up their Discord. They've got their act together now. They have a, they're on a mission. They're investing money into their platform and into their games, and they're starting to make some progress, and there's all kinds of cool news about it uh, that we'll talk about with them when they come on in July. Are they going to guarantee some more? Uh, some <laughs> no. We're, more look, popular. so... I think I think Nate talked about this. They're in they're in Dubai, so they don't have to worry so much. If if U.S. people get banned, they've got the rest of the world that can still invest in them. And that's my parting comment: is a friendly reminder. Here's the Titan reminder of the week. We're all so concerned about the SEC and how crypto's going to shit. You've got to look outside the United States. It's not about the United States. It's about the global platform for Bitcoin and for crypto. Keep that in mind. Just because the USA shuts something down or creates hell for people doesn't mean the rest of the world is going to do that. You just got to get creative and find a way to participate other ways. The USA is getting scared that their monopoly is ending uh, on, on money and value because everything has been traded in dollars. And now other things are coming out that people want, and uh, they don't like that. Did you see the clip from Yellen? No, what'd she say? She testified, and she said, we predict a slow withdrawal as the U.S. dollar being the reserve world currency. You need to expect that and prepare for it. She said it publicly. A slow withdrawal of what? USD as the world reserve currency. That, That people will stop using it. That's what you're trying to say? That's what she said, yeah, that she was testifying to Congress. Yes, testifying to Congress that they need to prepare because the U.S. dollar as the world reserve currency is likely to to slowly go away. Yeah, and uh, my parting comment, because you've had several, my parting comment is that— Same comment. uh, Mr. Powell said uh, crypto has apparently got more staying power than they they thought. That was big. That that was big, and notice that that comment was made after BlackRock had applied for the spot ETF. I think that's poignant right there. That He's just trying to keep from looking stupid when, when BlackRock gets approved because they got friends in high places. But like I said, they, they can even be denied, and it will still go good. All right. I All need right. to get going. Yes. So... Uh, look forward to playable in July. Um, Thursdays have been a mess for us lately. Faz uh, had some stuff going on for a while. I filled in. I had some stuff going on this Thursday as well as Faz. We're going to try and get Thursdays back up and running, but it will be spotty. So 
apologies from us on the inconsistency. We own that. We're going to try and get it back going. Fridays are a guarantee, but Thursdays is going to be kind of if we're both available going what, forward, what at least the for the is, summer. What day of the week is next Friday? Is it uh, – sorry. It's a Friday. <laughs> I knew that. What day of the month <laughs> is, is Friday? So seven from – Seven plus, Today's what are we on, 23, so that'd be the 30th, yeah. So, uh, mm, things are going to start getting dicey for me around the, the end of the week, because I have I things, well, I'm actually going on vacation if, first. If, so, if you're if you're not here, we're volunteering Zorro to come on and co-host Zorro with me. Zorro to come, because if he, if he doesn't have a show that, going on, then you got to get him on this show. And he and he does Tuesdays usually, so he'll he'll be free on Friday. We're gonna have Zorro step up to the podium for a Friday happen. show if if uh, Faz can't make it. Um, but Friday if if Faz can't make it on Fridays, I every Friday I will at least be here. I will miss one at the end of July because I'm going on vacation. I'm gonna miss one at the end of July. Um. But uh, every other Friday is absolutely a thousand percent Faz Radio time. We're gonna try Thursdays. If someone wants to come on and guest host with me for a Thursday when Faz isn't here, we'll absolutely throw up a show. And the same goes if I'm out for a Thursday and Faz is free. Feel free because we we love having people on. We love having uh, content going out, and we just lost Faz. So he had to go. It's time for me to go. You guys stay. Fantastic for another week, and we will see you next week here live on Faz Radio.